Well, also, I'd like to welcome you all. Uh, I'm glad that you were invited and came to join us uh, today. It adds to the satsang, it adds to the vibration for all of us when we come together in truth. And I'd like to read from Whispers from Eternity. Master Paramahansa Yogananda wrote, Tune us that we may hear thy voice. Volumes of thy Savior voice resound through the loudspeaker of every loving heart. The voice of thy wisdom roams through the ether of space, seeking everywhere hearts that are tuned to ecstasy. Sadly, thy warning sermons pass unheard by souls deafened with the static of sense pleasures. O divine broadcaster, tune our souls, long distracted by the static of our indifference. Fine-tune us with the delicate touch of soul perception. Grant us the privilege of hearing thy magic melodies in the ecstasy of divine awakening. When I read the topic uh, this morning, truth invites, it never commands, I was immediately thinking of Swami Kriyananda because he was the all-time inviter, not commander, in every aspect of his life. I think of all of the many, many uh, years that Kriyananda was with us and his approach to everything was to invite us to explore, invite us to start a restaurant called Earth Song, or invite us to, I have this idea, what would you think if we opened a, a store for women's clothing, it was called Mountain Song, and he just went on like that, what if we started schools, what if we had the schools for young people, and then we had a college, what if we had, and on and on, always, what would you think? What if we did this? Would you like to do this? And then he would even individually. Would you like to go to Los Angeles and be a part, start a colony? Would you like to, and sometimes to our trepidation, is he going to invite us to go someplace that we don't think we want to go? But what, what he was, Kriyananda was doing was what Master was doing. He was calling on us, inviting us, to be our higher self, to tune into the divine will and drop our personal preferences, get the big picture of our own self-realization, our own samadhi, and then suggest something. He would also take our ideas and say, what do you think? And then we'd say, what about this, Swamiji? And he would consider that with us and he would enunciate the thought process by which we would consider if we should have a, a work in Europe now or a work in India or wherever it was. This is because of this respect for free will. Kriyananda's uh, task was to awaken in us the divine consciousness that seeks truth and seeks to express truth and seeks to recognize that we are beings of light. We're like Yogananda. We're like the Buddha. We're like Christ. When you first hear that, it's a little, sounds presumptuous, doesn't it? Well, it did for me. 
like, what? But Kriyananda would explain, we're like that. The only thing that's preventing us is, as the poem Samadhi enunciates, the veils of light and shade. We're caught in this dream. And Kriyananda's method, wake up, to listen to this constant call of divine consciousness. The fact is that the divine consciousness is inviting us all, all seven billion human beings, all the time, to awake and be free. All the time we're being invited. Why don't we hear that? Because we're not tuning our radio to the right vibration, the right call. The call is there. But we need to invite, awake and be free. All the time we're being invited. Why don't we hear that? Because we're not tuning our radio to the right vibration, the right call. The call is there. But we need to invite the divine consciousness. There's an interesting story in The New Path. This is young Kriyananda. It's 69 years ago this week. And Kriyananda is uh, not Kriyananda yet. He's James Donald Walters. He's a 22-year-old young man. He's a truth seeker. And he's in New York City. And he is getting the, the invitation to maybe the Bhagavad Gita, maybe Indian philosophy has something for me. So he goes to this bookstore and there's the autobiography of a yogi. And he's drawn to it. He goes, ooh, this is good. So he opens it up and it says dedicated to an American saint, Luther Burbank. And he closes the book and he puts it back and goes, an American saint, because he was slightly wedded to the idea that America is a materialistic land and and true spirituality only comes from India or someplace, someplace not here. And so he walked away. Well, about a couple of days later, he's back in New York City and he's uh, goes, he feels himself drawn to that bookstore. And he goes back again. And he sees that cover of the book. And this is, the, the, to me, an interesting part. So he sees the book, and he feels drawn, and he says, oh, I shouldn't be reading about uh, spiritual books. I should be living a spiritual life. I, oh, I should be a hermit. Uh, I shouldn't be spending money. And then in his head, he hears this voice, or he has this thought, or hears this voice, however you want to phrase it, that says, how can you know you don't like the book if you don't read it? And, of course, it was Master's voice. It wasn't, he didn't hear it as Paramahansa Yogananda's voice. He hadn't met Paramahansa Yogananda, but he heard it in his head. And he thought, well, that's right. <laughs> no, I don't like the book. So he bought the book. And then you know the rest of the story. He read the book. It was Master speaking to him. He moved to, went to Los Angeles, became a disciple on September 12th, on Tuesday, and we'll celebrate that. But there's that dialogue. There's that invitation. How do you know you don't like the book if you don't read it? Everyone is a child of God. Everyone is a soul. All beauty comes from God. All wisdom comes from God. Even the wisdom at the office. Even that brilliant idea you have for that new invention. It all comes from God. And when you realize that, you start to feel the invitation. 
How do you know you don't like it if you don't try it? How do you know you don't like the book if you don't read it? Why don't you go there? Why don't you see what you think? And you find it is home. And we need to acclimate our consciousness to a place where all through the day, all through our meditation, all through our work, all through our relationships, all through our bankruptcy, all through our divorce, all through our, all, everything, is happening in God, in that consciousness of the masters. And so when you feel that, make it a point to digest it. Tranquil, unbroken thrill, eternally living, ever new peace. You can have that, or you can have self-created darkness. (laughs) Gosh, which would I take? Which should I take? Hmm, tranquil, unbroken thrill, or constant pain and suffering. Let's see. Why would you ever choose pain and suffering? Because there's a force called Maya and it doesn't want you out of the movie. It wants you in the movie. It wants you involved in the ego. Gyandev talked about this last week. It wants you to get in there and complain about that terrible boss that you have and that terrible politician and that terrible, terrible stuff. But the masters don't live in that consciousness. Kriyananda didn't live in that consciousness. He was inviting us to ananda, spiritual bliss. And that's the point of the sangha, that's the point of ananda village in the communities, is create an environment that supports tranquil, unbroken thrill, eternally living, ever new peace, enjoyable beyond imagination of expectancy. That's what we want. We have to go there and we have to prepare ourselves. We have to meditate or chant or whatever your path is. I don't want to be uh, exclusionary and say that this is Yogananda's teachings and nobody else teaches it. Every master teaches it. Buddha taught it. Christ taught it. Ramanuja taught it. Everybody taught it. Because it's the way out of the delusion. Is invite your consciousness to go there. We have a wonderful opportunity this week. Tuesday. Kriyananda's 69th anniversary of becoming a disciple. He goes to Los Angeles, he reads the book, gets on the bus, goes to LA, and he says to Yogananda, I want to be your disciple. I want to give my life to this quest for freedom. Yogananda says, good, join, we have a new brother, here we are. Well, each of us does that, but we have to do it every single day. We have to commit ourselves to freedom, to joy, to deepening our practice, to meditation in some form, prayer, thinking of the masters. Tuesday we're going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate at 7.30. I guarantee you, you get a, a boost. All day, actually. <laughs> and if you're, if you're living in India and watching this online, you get the boost too. <laughs> the whole world gets that vibration. The 26th of September, Lahiri's Mahasamadhi. The 30th of September, Lahiri's birthday. Put your consciousness, invite that consciousness by giving that consciousness a place to live in your life. Read the books about the masters. Listen to music that's uplifting. Stay away from that worldly vibration because it's going to occlude the light that's within you. But if you keep your focus on the light within you, if you look for beauty 
If you look for truth, if you look for divine love, if you make it a point to love every single being that you meet and make an effort to relate to them as a child of God, you're going to find that you're a child of God. You're like the master. Because that's how the masters see the world. They just go through life invent, inviting joy and inviting people. Would you like to read my book? It has my vibrations in it. Kriyananda walked through the world. Would you like to hear this? I just had this new music. I'll tell you one quick story. <laughs> Swami Kriyananda, was, he had a surgery, open heart surgery in Sacramento. This was, I don't know what year it was, but anyway, it was a long time ago. Anyway, he had just written the life mantra. And he had, we had just come down with the recording of the life mantra. So Swami Kriyananda, is, he's out of ICU, but he's still in you know, semi-critical condition. He's just had open-heart surgery. He's just had a St. Jude's valve inserted in his valve. And so the nurses, um, wonderful nurses, as are all nurses, uh, wonderful nurses are trying to help this older gentleman. And they were take, taking his blood pressure and stuff. He'd, he'd say, he'd put the head, he had little headphones. I think it was called a Walkman. He'd put the headphones on the woman's head while she was leaning over to check his blood pressure goes i just wrote this it's called the life mantra god who is infinite is live and the and the faces on these nurses that first they were kind of shocked but then they were like whoa this is really you know it was it was catching them it was the most hilarious hospital incident i've had in many years and But it was Swami just sharing, inviting them. Let's lift our consciousness to this level. Oh, there's a body here, and yeah, its blood pressure's low, and yeah. uh, God who is infinite is life. God who is in all life is joy. And this full 60-voice choir is singing this on tape, and it was just amazing. That was Kriyananda. That is Kriyananda. That is you. You are that. You are that joy of sharing. Invite that consciousness. Put it in your life and put it in any part of your life that isn't, doesn't have joy. Driving to work, oh no. Stopping on traffic. Okay, your job is to come up with some place where the beauty and the harmony of the universe is present as you wait for the 20 minutes until the sign says go. Well, you can think of the wonderful work of the engineers and the pavers and the workers or you can think about how there's pauses in life and we just wait I will wait is what God said in the reading so you're going to wait too we're going to wait until it turns to go it's all a drama but get yourself in that consciousness so that whenever you start to leave that consciousness it doesn't feel right there's the self-created darkness I'm not having any of that I'm going to stay here in light with the masters, with Lahiri Morshai, with Kriyananda, with Yogananda, with the Buddha, with whoever your guru is. I'm going to stay in that consciousness. I'm going to feel that because it's always available at work, at play, in difficult situations, in fun situations. That consciousness is there and you have it and you are that. Practice it. Invite it to be friends with you. Invite it to come with you and put out that energy. Feel the love of the Master. 